I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hey mamas, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm talking about how to hit big goals. And this is a very special episode because I'm bringing on five of my clients who recently hit big goals in their businesses between 5K and 10K months. And they have so much wisdom to share. I really was thinking about you and the things that you would want to know if you were able to talk to them yourself. And so I asked them all about it what they were thinking before, how they kept going, how they dealt with the pandemic and having their kids at home and what they did about their negative thinking and what they learned about how to make money and the advice that they have for their past selves, AKA you. So I really, really cannot wait for you to hear this episode and really learn some of the incredible things that they have to offer. So let's dive right in. Hello, everybody. All right. So today we are talking about hitting 5K and 10K months in your businesses. And these are typically really big milestones and really big goals for most people who have businesses and are getting them up and running. And so that's why I really wanted to set that as a 30-day challenge for all of you. So what I want to start with is hearing from you. When I set this 30-day challenge to make either 5K or 10K in your business, I want to know what was your initial reaction? What kind of thoughts came up for you? Where was your belief? And as you're telling us that, go ahead and do a quick intro of yourself so everybody listening knows who you are. Hi, I'm Alisa and I am a coach for women in business. Um, I help them become more magnetic to their ideal client by showing up more as who they really are. Um, and when Samantha gave us the challenge, the most I had made in my business up to that point was $1,600. And it was kind of funny how it turned out because a couple days prior to you making that the challenge, I had told my husband, I'm just going to make my goal for July 5,000. And he just thought it was the greatest and it freaked me out. And then you ended up challenging all of us. And so that just made it feel like, okay, I guess I'm really doing this. I guess it's solidified and this is what I'm going for. So it was fun and scary and coincidental. And it just felt a little bit magical at the beginning. Like, okay, I guess I'm going all in. So 1600 was your biggest month that you ever had before? Yes. The month prior, I had been doing around a thousand every month up for all of 2020. And then June was 1600. So July, I just felt like it's time to go bigger. 
So you did a thousand for a while and then you had a $1,600 month and then you had, what did you do in July? July was $9,250. I love that the goal was 5,000 and you just like almost doubled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was by halfway through the month, it was doubled. So amazing. We're going to come back and hear some more details about that. Um, but next, how about Laura? Yeah. So I, I'm Laura, by the way, by the way, is my actual last name. I'm a, I'm a coach for women and men who are recovering from narcissist relationships. So I help them recover and help them build the life they want. And I specialize in the narcissist relationship. So that's fun. Um, okay. So when we got the challenge back in July or right before July, I was really excited. I had had I think two or three, I think three zero dollar months prior to July. No, two zero dollar months prior, prior, to, prior to July. And I was all in. I was like, yes, we're going to make $5,000. I'm going to sign a bunch of clients. This is the month. It is magical. This is going to be amazing. I like, but I got into major hustle energy. <laughs> like I, I created this big old thing with a million things to do and a bunch of a million thoughts to think. And I had just this excitement and tightness in my chest all the time thinking that that was going to serve me. And it actually created $0 in July. <laughs> but then in August, like two weeks into August, I figured out, wait, I need to just calm down because it was exhausting to be that way. Then in August, I made over $8,000. <laughs> yes. And what I love about this is how regardless of how the original 30 days went, the July period, you learned so much from that, that then you turned around and made $8,000 in two weeks. And I think that is just such an amazing example of what it's like, you know, to really go through different periods of time in your business and have goals in your business and what you do after them, especially when you don't hit them, determines everything that comes after. Love that. So good. All right, Camille. Yes. Uh, hi. So I'm Camille. I'm a sex, love, and empowerment coach for women. And I'm the coach for women wanting to bring more pleasure and power into their lives. Um, so when you said we were going to be challenged to make 5K in July, I felt a bit of mixed feelings because I had already made somehow the 5K in the very first month of this program. So in April, I had made, but it was the very first time I made that much money. Uh, ever. And so I, I had a bit of a success intolerance, if you call it this way, like the next couple of months, I made like half of that. I made 2000 and uh, yes, uh, half of five. And I was just thinking, well, I've done that before. So my brain was like, okay, you can do that again. But at the same time, I, I was moving countries at this time. I was moving from London to France and it was just like, it's not going to happen. And I made the money just at the very, the very last days. It was actually like um, the 1st of August and I made 7,700 that month. Yeah. 
So that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, Melissa. Yes, thank you. So I am a coach for solopreneur women and I help them build consistent revenue, make an impact and have a life in the process. And um, so I think my thoughts when we first got the challenge were, oh, I'm for sure gonna make this. I can hustle my way there. And my, uh, what I've learned the most during this program is that I'm all about the hustle and the action, but um, my thoughts I have been what has tripped me up the most. And so I was like, okay, in July, I'm gonna work you know, just really focus on the thoughts that I need to have. And, um, and so I did that and I feel like I, I had a lot of breakthrough in my thoughts and in my, um, I took what Samantha suggested um, to do our list of impossible or impossibility, possibility and inevitability. And then I read religiously read those lists of possibility and inevitability every day. Um, but still I got caught kind of in the action line. And so I actually didn't make the 5,000, um, in July. Um, I fell short. I got a client, I think at the end of the month, like the last day of the month, but she didn't pay till August. So, <laughs> um, and so I made less than 4,000 in July. And then I, in August, I ha hit 11K. So I really saw it, but I didn't do anything different. It was really just the thoughts um, that is all that changed for me. Amazing. Okay, Yesenia. Hi. Um so yeah, I am a business mentor and I help mamas in business find success in a world where motherhood and business collide. When I heard about the challenge, um, I think I, I always wanted to believe it was possible and joining the, the group with that intention, right, of having consistent 5K months. But um, it definitely seemed more... <laughs> overwhelming than I initially thought it would be and then all of a sudden I made 5k in one week and it wasn't even the entire month and it was shocking and surprising and um I mean even once it happened it seemed like it didn't really happen and I I had those questions of well can this be replicated but it was also really empowering to know that it can be done and it doesn't even have to take 30 days. It can happen in less than that if you are open to it happening and working towards it, if that makes sense. Yes, that is amazing. I love how all of your different experiences are kind of similar in some ways and different in others. I think there's some of those things that are so common in our minds as entrepreneurs. So even though you are all kind of coming from different places into this challenge, a lot of the thoughts seemed very similar. So I would love to talk a little bit more about the challenges as you started going through. I think a common thread is excitement at the beginning of the challenge and like maybe some apprehension, but once you get into something like this, I know that real challenges come up, especially 
you know, with kids, we're all moms. We're in a pandemic as moms and growing our businesses. So I'd love to know how did you handle the challenges that came up, both external and the ones in your own mind? Well, I know I was on our uh, group weekly coaching call crying because I had found out <laughs> that my kids weren't going back to school in person. And I was like, how can I do this? You know, because I had a plan in my mind of how I was going to do it. And um, sometimes we're just wrong about those things. <laughs> so. And me, I'm. this is Laura. I... I'm pregnant and I'm due in December. And one of my biggest challenges is uh, just the physical aspect of being tired all the time and sometimes really, really nauseated and sometimes not feeling like wanting to, to, to sh even show up for work. And so I've had to, I've gotten coached a couple of times by Samantha on that, which was really awesome. And the thing that made the huge difference for me was I can... I can do it no matter how I feel, right? I can feel really tired and sign a client. That's possible. It doesn't have to be, I have to make sure I'm always high energy all the time. That was huge for me. One of the things that came up for me as a challenge that has been a challenge for probably forever, but in being in a group setting, the comparison and the jealousy and seeing when other people get wins. I just watched my brain freak out when other people were showing up and saying, I booked two consults today, or I got a yes. And recognizing when that was happening and allowing it to happen, but then figuring out how to make it work for me and still keep moving ahead and not make it mean anything. But that's something that I even still work on now. It's not like that goat has gone away from me, but it's a challenge that I know is, comes up for me a lot and I just have to work with it. I know for me, what was really impactful was, and I, I can't even remember like how this came up, but I was sure going through something and you suggested that I make a plan, really spelling out my time and um, setting time aside for when I wanted to have my client calls, when I was going to work on my business. And I did just that. And I made a calendar. And even if I didn't have a client in that spot at the time, then I was doing work towards getting a client at that time. And so just having everything outlined and in front of me to know that I did have the time to do everything that I needed to do and wanted to do was helpful in you know, kind of just understanding that even though everything has changed and my kids are home now, I could still run this business. I can still do it pretty much the way I was doing it if I just had a plan in place. So many good lessons here. Camille, you still need to go, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, well, for me, my biggest challenge before joining the program was working with my family every other six weeks. They would be all home. Um, my husband being a teacher for like two full weeks and I just could never work at those times. So I had this fear when the pandemic started that it was going to be like just 
not the end of the business, but just like I'm, I'm, I was thinking I'm going to have to slow down everything. I'm going to have to pull everything on pause. And this is at the exact moment where I signed up for this group program because I was like ready to like make that a priority and being in the group and having the calls weekly, just like help, help me just really stay focused. If I, I don't think I would have done it the same way. And then, so for me, it's not just the, the 5k challenge. It's just the whole challenge of doing and having a business with kids at home the whole time. I had them during six months. They're now back at school, which is like crazy. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I guess um, just the realization that I can work, I can make, I can do really great work while being in chaos. So when we decided to move countries, it was like an added pressure, but it was not a problem because I had done that and you help us show you help me understand that it was not a problem that we could do that even though so yes the calendar settings and some little tricks but i think for me the the biggest takeaway was that um it's not how much i show up in the sense of like posting daily and sending a weekly email and i used to have a podcast i used to do so many things that i don't do anymore but it doesn't matter because I'm showing up with my energy and my energy books consult and science clients. And I just, I'm focused on the mindset and the belief and it's just happening with much more ease. So that's the biggest takeaway for me. Ooh, that's really good. I love this idea of when we think about building a business as a mom and juggling all of those things that there's both the strategies that we can implement and the tips and tricks and that kind of thing that we can do to manage the calendar and manage all of the different things and the mental side of just even believing that it's possible to do both of those things and, and using that mentality to start to open up to what that might look like. I love that so many of you kind of referenced that concept and that that was so meaningful because I think that is really the secret to doing both is first believing that you can and then kind of looking for those creative solutions. All right. I want to know what each of you learned about making money during this challenge. So one of the biggest breakthroughs I had in the process of creating $8,000 in August, which by the way, I created in like a week, not in 30 days, um, was the consultation process and how that obviously creates, creates money. And it's so strange because I came into this business thinking, okay, I've got to be so good at consults. And as soon as I master them, the money's going to come in. But what, one thing that you taught me and that I experienced was that you actually don't have to be perfect at consults to sign clients. You can just be present and some people are going to sign with a really bad consult and some people aren't and it's not a big deal. So letting go of that heavy expectation I had for myself was one huge breakthrough. And then the second one was that I learned to think this actual consult doesn't mean or sorry, does it make or break my goals? I released all the pressure from the consult in front of me and I could just be present and I could just allow it to go however it was gonna go. I've got other consults coming. This one 
conversation does not make or break my goals this month. And that it literally is what created in my mind, $8,000. It was amazing. I think I've had so many. Um, it's hard to actually just pick one. Um, you know, what you were just saying though, about our beliefs and our mindset, um, that's been the biggest impact for me is knowing is first of all, understanding and realizing that I was telling myself stories that weren't actually true. And then having enough bravery, really encouraged to let go of those stories that I was telling myself. Once I did that, I saw such a huge transformation and such a difference in how I was presenting myself and the offers that I was making. And I realized that making money, I mean, you can't make money just by giving it more time. Like time is not the thing that is going to make you money. And I think so many of us who are in business think that, and we think we need to be doing it a certain amount of time. And we think we need to wait a certain amount of time before it starts coming. And realizing that it wasn't time it was that I wasn't making offers or I wasn't doing enough um, reaching out or having the courage to make those offers right like if I was talking to somebody feeling like well I can't make an offer right now because then they're gonna think something of me once I let that go and I started making offers I was able to book consult calls and I was able to sign clients because it wasn't time that I needed. It was offers that I needed to be making and conversations that I needed to be having with my ideal client. That is gold. I want everybody to like internalize that. When you said that, I wrote down notes. I was like, I have to do like a podcast and email everything Yay. about, it's not about time. Because yeah. I think we all tend to say those things to ourselves. It's just a matter of time, those kinds of things that um, are maybe reassuring, but not the key. So thank you so much for sharing that one. So good. My two biggest um, breakthroughs about money were one, people are ready to pay in full. The first person, I had a console at the beginning of July and she paid me in full. And that had never happened before. And my brain immediately said, okay, well, she's probably the only person, you know, there's nobody else that's going to do that. And then the next consult did the same thing. <laughs> and I just realized how many thoughts I had around that, taking my beliefs about how I like to pay and how I feel comfortable and applying them to, to potential clients made zero sense. And everybody just has their own preference on how they like to pay. And so that helped me really undo that thinking around it. Um, and then the other breakthrough is I was, I preferred to let go of the dollar amount and focus on a client number. Um, I had five clients at the beginning of like July 1st, I had five. And by 30 days later, I had 10. And I like to think about myself as a 10 client coach, as compared to someone who made 5,000 or made 10,000. Because when you offer payment plans, it messes with my mind because I'm like, well, they could pay in full or they could, you know, just do a monthly. And, and it just jumbled me up too much to where I like to just visualize who I was as a 10 client coach and tell myself that's who I was. And they were coming no matter what. And it didn't matter how they paid because 
money's coming either way, they're coming either way. And that just felt so much better and made it easier to be in that goal and working towards that person. I think it's great that you let go of that dollar amount and it enabled you to then go and make it so much more easily. Um, I love focusing on number of clients too. And I think it kind of depends on where you are in your business and what's going on, which one you want to focus on. And you always want to pick the one that serves you, not just like the random one that you think is the right answer or whatever. Great share. I think for me, what I um, really loved and got into, or my biggest breakthrough in um, making money was to visualize and feel and think like a six-figure coach, because that's an, an one of my goals, and just to really settle into that and feel um, like I was already there and I'm already wealthy, like I'm doing this because I love it, not because of the money and just really settling in and getting into that place of peace rather than all the hurry, 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 time scarcity. And um, so I think that was my biggest breakthrough is just to relax and behave like a six-figure coach. I guess for me, the, the, what happens with money, it's, it's linked to being open to receive. And I realized that I was blocking um, not just the money, but I was blocking clients to come because I was not wanting to have that many clients because I thought it would take too much time at some point. And that was an unconscious belief that I, I, I found out. And once I found that one, I was just like, it's okay. I can decide when I open up, then the clients will show up. And since then, that's what happened. I mean, every time I feel... I have this, this thing that uh, when I show up, I know my clients will find me. So they're around and that's just when I open up. So this opening up, this receiving has enabled the money to come as well and to be like consistent and to build up. And I like to, yes, to connect with abundance in different ways, not just with money, but um, I'm lucky to live by the ocean now and I'm just looking at the waves and just like really looking at abundance in my life, abundance of any other thing. And that really helps the receiving and being more centered and slowing down. And that really helps me, the, the part of me that wants to like keep doing and posting. And again, that shift of like slowing down and just trusting that I'm doing what I know, I, what I know to do when I talk to people, being present, that is just a shift that is linked to money. Yeah. That is really good. I was just sitting there thinking of the image of the waves coming in and feeling so good. I think that that's an amazing mental image. And I remember once hearing somebody talking about abundance, like pine trees don't worry about getting what they need. Like they don't worry about having enough needles or cones or like water or whatever. They just are. They just exist. And I think that's such a beautiful lesson and something that doesn't come naturally, I think, to a lot of us. Um, and there is such a tendency in business to try to hustle and try to control. And as we think about controlling our results and creating our results, it can put us into that 
opposite of abundance, that lack and scarcity and like frenzy to try to force something to happen. And so much of it is letting it happen and relaxing and letting go a lot more. So good. I think that's like the flip side of what Yesenia shared about making offers, right? Like not just sitting back and waiting for time to create your results. You have to talk to people and make offers, but also that has to be hand in hand with this allowing and abundance and knowing, and you have to have both. So great. All right. So I want to know, I think people will want to know who listen to this. They're going to hear this and they're going to be like, how did you do this? How did you make it happen? And I want to know what you would tell them. Well, I know for, for sure when I started to simplify what I was offering and also do less, that's when it happened is I was just more focused. I was not trying to be on Instagram and also on Facebook at the same time. I was just really slowing down and focusing and that that what what helps the most so for me i mean it really it really is thoughts create results <laughs> so um my how my action was coming back to my thoughts coming back to my emotions coming back to my body and when i did that right inspiration, the creativity I could access was opened up. And then it became very clear the how presented itself right in front of me. I mean, it's, you can make money in a million different ways. It's not terribly difficult. You know, maybe you make a post, maybe you make a podcast, maybe you have a Facebook group. I thought you needed all of those things. You don't. <laughs> but once I really relaxed, calmed down, and trained my body because it would want to be in the frenzy. My body was trained to think frenzy and hustle energy was how you create results. And I had to gently redirect over and over again, calming down my body and then doing the actions that I thought, okay, let's do this. What was I inspired to do? What thought came to my mind that I should share with my audience? Um, and then it just, it just happened. People started following me more, more people joined my group and I had people reaching out to me. I didn't force anything to happen, but I did take action, but the action came from a very specific place of calmness and from, from thoughts like I can do this. Um, I'm just going to relax. I, uh, what was the other one? Uh, this is so fun and easy. I had to retrain myself to believe that. I did not want to believe that. But so yeah, just having those thoughts in your mind and retraining your body and then taking action from that place because the action doesn't really matter. And the how doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It really, what matters is the, the thoughts and the emotions that drive the how. Yeah, I love that because um, that's really what I had to work so hard on um, is getting out of all the hustly, hurried, frenzied action and really just concentrate on the thoughts and what are the thoughts standing between me and making money. And Samantha helped us so much with that. Um, but in addition to that, I think for me, it was just all about creating relationships, like just building relationships, however, whoever, and wherever I could. 
And um, obviously when the pandemic hit, I couldn't be going out doing networking. So I had to, you know, rejigger that. But, um, but yeah, for me, it was a lot about creating relationships and just getting to know people as people and being a normal human. <laughs> um, for me, I used Samantha's method that she taught us of writing down the goal, scale of one to 10, how confident are you that you're going to meet it? which mine was normally like a four to six. And my first sentence, and so then you start writing about why that's your number. And my first sentence, when I look back at my July, was usually this might not happen. And so the biggest how that changed for me was I didn't care about that sentence anymore. I didn't, none of the negative stuff that came up it just wasn't a problem anymore. So I would just write until um, I had the emotional shift. I would write all of that negative stuff out, decide it's not a problem, and then move into feeling good. And as I wrote, I would just naturally get to the part where I was feeling, feeling good. And then I would just go about the rest of my day. None of my actions that I had been doing in months before really changed. It was really about deciding that the negative stuff isn't a problem. I think I'm probably going to say a little bit more of the same because I think it's just so true and so impactful. For me, it was realizing that my thoughts 100% were impacting the way I showed up. And that wasn't something that I knew or really believed when, even like when we first started. And finally coming to a point where I realized I wasn't showing up the way I should be showing up because I was allowing my thoughts to like block me from really showing up the way I need it to be, the way I should be, the way I want it to be. It wasn't about the action I was taking it was how I was taking that action. And so I'm still doing the same actions I was doing beforehand, but they're so different because now I believe that those actions will have an impact. And it's allowed me to just show up differently and realize that, you know, it's not about the strategy. It's about what you believe that strategy is capable of doing. Because if I don't believe it's going to work, I can show up quote unquote, right? but I'm not really showing up authentically or in belief. And when you can overcome the story that you tell yourself and the negative thoughts you have, you're going to show up differently with a different energy and that's going to attract people in a different way, the right people. So just realizing that mindset is key and it really is about the thoughts you're having and the way you believe in what you're going to do. So great. I think this is the thing that most people don't really get at the beginning. They have the strategies that they're doing, they're trying them, they're not working, and they think, I must need another strategy. When really, like, we all know all the strategies. <laughs> There's no secret strategies that we haven't heard. You really just have to pick them, try them, see what happens. But kind of the magic sauce for any of those strategies is having that belief that it's going to work. So good. All right. Last question that I'm so 
interested to hear from all of you is if you were talking to yourself back at the beginning of your business, when you were first trying to get started, maybe you were discouraged or confused or um, who knows what. I would love to hear what advice you would have for that version of yourself. My advice for that version of myself would be every time your brain says, oh, that person has a Facebook group. That's how you make money. You should go try that. Don't do it. Maybe do it, but don't expect that that's the way that you do it. That's how it gets, how it gets done. So I have found myself so many times seeing what other people are doing. And then I change gears. Like I always wanted to change something that just goes right along with the thought. It's not working. Let's change something. What's everyone else doing around me? Okay, I'm going to go try those things. And once I decided go where I feel the best, I have, I always think to myself, find the fun, follow the fun wherever I am feeling good and having fun, that's the place to be. And it might be starting a Facebook group and it might not, but I have to feel good about it. I could not agree with that more. Oh my gosh. I wish I could have gone back and told myself that. Uh, Another thing I would have told myself is, well, first I would just heap on all of the praise and adoration for my sweet little self for starting a business a year and a half ago, having zero idea or clue what she was doing. Um, I'd just be like, you're amazing. You're doing the hard work. This is the foundation. And then I would tell her, um, I would tell her to not invest uh, from a place of scarcity and from a place of, I have to have this thing. Otherwise I can't be successful. I was hustle investing. And while it wasn't the worst thing ever, and I think I got tons of value out of the things I invested in, a lot of the things I invested in, I wasn't able to absorb properly because I was in that hustle scarcity energy. And so from now on, I'm, I'm thinking for sure, I'm going to invest from a place of CEO energy, from a place of this will be fun and I can take it or leave it. I don't need it, right? I want it. I, if, I wish I would have <laughs> had that advice a year and a half ago. I think for me, it would be don't be naive enough to think that you don't have mind drama that you need to work through. <laughs> like, point blank. I think we like you were saying, you know, we think we need the strategy, we need the strategy, we need the strategy. And we forget how important it is to be in that right frame of mind. And I, I'm sure that I entered this coaching, not thinking that I had anything to really have to focus in on. I was going to take whatever I learned and, you know, see where it went, but I didn't think that there was actually things that I had to work through. And there was so much, I had so much baggage. And if I could have just dealt with that from the beginning and realized, hey, this is actually where you need to be focusing your attention, uh, it would have been a smoother ride. (laughs) I would tell myself um, to just relax and you're going to figure this out. Um, It's gonna happen. 
um, and to just follow the love of where I feel the love for my clients and listen to them and just enjoy the journey. I think that's been one of the biggest things for me is just, I'm, you know, this is the journey. I don't have to wait to be happy till I get there. I can be happy and enjoy building my business right now. I would tell myself um, that you don't need to be 100% clear of, about your message or even your niche or that's okay. You have a lot of things to bring. You just need to keep showing up and you will refine it. You will, it, will, it will evolve as you get more experience and that's okay. That's part of the journey and you're going to learn so much from feeling lost as well. So if you do feel lost, it's okay. This is like opportunity for growth. So just like look underneath and find the gold under because that's how we learn as well. So that's okay to fail or to do something and then realize it was, it was a waste of time. It's never a waste of time. Thank you so much for joining me on this, for sharing all this wisdom. So many beautiful, smart insights from you. I feel like you have just given everybody exactly what they need to go out and make as much money as you have. If they listen to this, if they apply all of this, this is really what there is to it. There's nothing else besides this. So thank you so much for being so generous with your time and your wisdom and insights and all of that. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 